welcome back to another episode of the Miles Driven with me, Miles. And season's greetings from Sam. We're not doing a Christmas special, mate. Well, who says it has to be Christmas? I want to take true. issue with this. That's true. It okay. is a season and I am greeting you, so it is season's greetings. The, the season is summer. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. That's but a really season's good greetings from the summer of Sam. From the oh, summer of Sam. Now, that would be good. That, so this year, it's the summer of Sam. Well, that sounds that's like a new a, thing. Um, that's a thing now. That sounds like a like a music festival. It doesn't it? Yeah. The summer of Sam. What would be played there though? Some bloke on a ukulele looking a bit depressed in the corner. Yeah, but there'd be hundreds of thousands of people there. <laughs> yeah. Unlike yeah. the misery of Miles. The misery misery of Miles in a field. No, just Sam's... the misery of Miles. It's a really bad play. Oh right. In oh, a really was... small East End theatre. Just a stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a single cast member. Well, yeah, it's a stand up, but it's not a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> um today we're gonna do Oh, Sam, do you want to do your quiz today? I don't mind. Yeah, we'll do your quiz today and we'll do... It's my... only a little one, so it's not like long. Okay. Then in that well, yeah, case... actually, you'll make it long because you can talk about I your know, explanations. Yeah, so that's probably the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in that case, first off, I want to tell people that for the rest of the summer... Podcast we'll... announcement. Podcast announcement. There you go. Uh, and do you know what? The other day I thought to myself, oh, there's a really good jingle that Sam needs to do a voiceover for. And I've completely forgotten what Aww. it was. But when you've just done that then, I can't remember what it was. So you could have had a siren then. I'm sure. Yeah, woo, woo, I'm sh- yeah. Podcast announcement. I'm sure I messaged you and I said, oh, I need, I need a, a Sam sort of um, promotion of the week type thing. But anyway, for the rest of the summer, we'll be doing a single podcast for each week, which will come out on the Tuesday. Oh. Yeah. It's mainly so that Sam can enjoy his summer. Yay! Because <laughs> um, it is the summer of Sam. It, so. Exactly that, yeah. Um, so we'll probably bring them back as two a little bit later on in the year, just once, because Sam is also soon to be married. Yeah, I was going to say, I have to take some of the flack for this, because it's now only something ridiculous, like 12 weeks until the wedding. And that might sound like a long time, but when you keep get given jobs mm. that you've got to complete, and then you come home from work every day and don't have time to complete the jobs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need the weekends to do that, as opposed to come and sit in this delightful studio. I would say abject selfishness because I managed to get married without yes, disturbing the podcast, but without being horrible. It's going to be your, horrible to your and wife who yes. will listen to this, right. and to your wife whose name we don't use on the podcast. Yeah, so that you can't be found. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing against you just the stinginess say, of your husband Sam is going to say that the his is a bigger and better wedding I wouldn't say better so it takes more effort I'd say it's a wedding <laughs> 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 although there are some striking similarities my my bride will be driven to the wedding by a friend yeah I will be driven to the wedding unfortunately by you yeah which means you may and back may or may not make <laughs> and your back wedding from yes. the wedding as well <laughs> Um, um, so anyway, yeah, so I've be- got I've got a lot of stuff to do. So I because think of that, of because it. of the summer, so it would, it would just be Tuesday releases. I can see on the analytics since we had that week where we had a where we had a uh, audio issue that a lot of people like the Tuesday ones, and I think because it's summer, a lot of people are doing things on their weekends. Okay. And whereas, like, if we look back in March and April, you couldn't split them. Oh, okay. Everyone listened to Tuesday. Everyone listened to Saturday. And I just think a lot of people are busy on their Saturdays or their weekends, mm-hmm. going out doing whatever. Going on holiday. And so I thought, rather than us sort of restrict uh, time that we can spend doing stuff for the website, you know, without you having to be in the studio doing it or editing bits for YouTube and stuff, which you don't have to be here. Yeah. We can commit a bit of time to that and let Sam sort of have his laying. He's a bit of a... Pretend he wants to enjoy getting married and all this sort of selfish stuff. And go on holiday. Lay in the sun. We all know what Sam's like. And the second the sun comes out, he's there (laughs) tanning himself like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, I don't hide inside. No, exactly. (laughs) Like a hermit. Also, you're going to go on your honeymoon, so I feel like you can have a little bit of flack. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another part as you do the editing and the releasing. Yep, that is another part of it. um, I did some editing earlier, though. Sam did. He did. I uh, did a bit of very basic YouTube editing, and it did take me quite a while. It was your first shot at it, to be fair. Yeah, but on that evidence, you wouldn't want to leave me to edit and release a podcast. Um, the, um, no. As it stands at the <laughs> minute, no. But to be fair, it's like anything. Once you learn a corner, it's a bit like what you do for a living. Yeah, I wouldn't want to leave you in charge of my garden. No, so it's fine. but if you gave me the instruction to work one of your machines and you said, look, these three machines basically work very, very similarly. Here's how to use one. So can you sort of cover off this section of work 
and you know they all start the same they all drive the same then i'd be like i'm not confident that i can do it to any good standard but i'm confident i can get in the machines turn them on and move them in the direction. I can do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it won't look any good. It, it just it won't it, it will clearly not be your work, but someone will be like that could have been Sam's. He might have just been drunk when he did it. <laughs> might have been drunk, asleep and dead. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Whilst not being here. Um so yeah, that's that's the podcast announcement. Don't worry everyone if you if you are someone that listens twice a week and you really do enjoy them, they will come back. It's it's more just for the summer We're having a siesta. So two right we are. Yeah. yeah. For an indefinite period until uh, the autumn. Yeah, I think it'll be autumn. They'll come back, um, and they might be depending on. You say that, but the run up to my wedding will be from sort of the last run up will be sort of end of September, October yeah. to the wedding in November. So yes. it may well be the end of November. Well, the other since thing, I'll be away for two weeks afterwards. I was going to say, yeah, but we can do some stuff in advance. But yeah, the yeah. big thing with the summer. Uh, some people who listen to this; they may know this. Some people may not. The car industry. For pretty much August, because you in the UK, if you're listening to this in the UK, we, we have new registrations in September. Mm-hmm. But most people are on their holidays in August and July. And so actually, most sort of new releases, new things happening, big news doesn't usually happen in this time of the year. Yeah. So rather than us trying to stretch out old news or talking about something that possibly people aren't that interested in, yeah. we might as well just say, look, Here's the highlights of this week. Mm-hmm. It's very quick, but this, this, and this. It's a bit like doing a football podcast, and you sort of when you're off you sort of struggling off season. Um, it's coming back soon, actually, isn't it? Uh, yeah, this weekend. Oh, this coming weekend. Yeah, for yeah. The, the lower tiers. Right. Okay. Anyway, uh, so we should do Sam's quiz today. Okay. He was very excited about this. Uh... Well, it's just like you know, as always, I turned up for the podcast with the, the content. Yeah, as ever. Yeah, I'll give you a quick flash of the text. Right. Okay. Oh, it's quite a bit there. Yeah, it's a either or quiz this time. Okay. So it's a bit like the would you rather, but it'd be quicker. It should, in theory, this could be a five minute thing. But knowing you, I'll ask the question, you'll answer it, and then you'll be like, "Well, because," and then I'll be like, "Miles, we've been talking for fifteen minutes now. We're only on question two out of (laughs) twenty. Yeah. (laughs) So it's basically an either or. It's, okay. um, you know the sort of speed game that people use to decide things where you say like well, north and south, cold or hot, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Okay. But you don't have to answer it really quickly and you can explain why if you want. Well, of course. That's usually what I end up doing. Yeah, whether I, mean, I can tell you not to, but you still would. Um, <laughs> I wrote them. I sort of started trying to write them and I did a car versus car. Okay. Um, so then it will change and I've done a few extra things, but there is a bit of a theme for the first few and then it will change and yep. I'll get lost if I try and muddle them up now. So, first one, Ford F-150 or Dodge Ram. Yes, well done. I mean... (laughs) Oh, that's a good game we can play within the game. You can try and guess guess the second one. The second one one is uh, driven by, driven a couple of generations of both. I thought you had, that's why I put Uh, it in. Yeah, and I think the F-150 is a fantastic truck, but... Do you know um, the reason I picked the Dodge Ram? And we're off. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I picked the Dodge Ram isn't necessarily that I think... There was a couple of things about the F-150 that I know um, were very odd features. I think I told you this, Sam, that I was driving it in Sweden Mm -hmm. and the door locks in the cold temperatures they get there froze. Yeah. And it just it's a bit like... I mean, they sell these all over the US. It's not like people just in Texas buy them. And so if you're in a, a northern state or in Canada... They, then you you will get minus 15, minus 20. Yeah, we don't particularly want your doors to freeze on your I car. mean, I thought that was a bit of an oversight from Ford. They definitely do winter testing and probably quite a lot of winter testing on their trucks. Yeah. And to sort of go, because it didn't happen in the Dodge. Okay. So similar c- scenario um, at a different time of year. but Plus, let's be honest, you just like the name as well better. I don't know. And it's got a cooler badge. I don't know what it is. It, I mean, it must be something like the driving position or just something... You can try and make it all about the driving and stuff if you no, want. I mean, but realistically, that... it's because it's called a Dodge Ram. Oh yeah, I mean that's a big part <laughs> of it. And the, but the way it looks as well. But away from aesthetics and the naming, the, the, there's nothing really against an F one fifty. It's just that maybe it's something just being ever so slightly more comfortable than a Dodge Ram. I don't know yeah. why. I, I mean, I, I know they're obviously they've got a different chassis. Different two different companies have built them, but. Whether they just allow the seat to move a little bit better or whether they're just the designers are thinking Dodge Ram's going to drive longer distances for whatever reason, I'm not sure. Possibly. But, 
I'm going to put a little tick by the ones you've picked. Um, did you see, just, just to find the emoji, just as a side note, uh, that the, because you know they do the Dodge Ram TRX, which is that 700 horsepower, 707 horsepower. Mm -hmm. It's like the, it's the Hellcat engine, which yeah. they've just put in everything. And they put that in the Dodge Ram. Interesting. And uh, Ford, who make the Raptor. Yep. They have that with a V6 in it, V6 turbo engine for 95 horsepower, 500 horsepower, something like that. So people were quite disappointed that it didn't have a V8. Yeah, obviously. But Ford's, whatever reason, um, emissions or whatever else, they had released it as a V6 and Dodger came out and this 700 horsepower uh, pickup truck that had come to market and they were just like, great, well if you want big powerful trucks it's now yeah. dodge route and it's not even you know if, if you're talking about cars that have 50 horsepower between them it's like well that could be lost in weight or in the dynamics of the drive yeah um but this was a big gulf between them so ford have released an f-150 raptor r okay which has slips a, off the tongue that doesn't it yeah and it has a 700 horsepower v8 i think it's out of a a Mustang Shelby or something like that. This but, would be a good place to link that new YouTube video that you want to upload. What fuel economy? How to save fuel? <laughs> How to save fuel? Yeah. <laughs> Don't buy this car. By the time you this comes out, it'd be about a week ago. We did a YouTube episode on fuel saving. Yeah, effectively. But how you can use racing car driving techniques on the road to save fuel. It sounds completely bizarre. But it's one of those paradoxes. If you think about what does a racing driver do, it tries to get a racing driver tries to get around a track as quickly as possible with you by using the least amount of fuel. Yeah. Because the lower amount of fuel you use each lap, the lower you have to carry at the start. So the lighter you are, so the quicker lighter you, can you are, go. the faster you go. So it's that hor it's that odd thing. The more efficient you are, the faster you go. Yeah. It's that thing of uh, the better brakes you have, the faster you can drive. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do the brakes make a difference? Because you can stop much later. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, so it was just an interesting one that Ford finally put the V8 in it. It's going to have limited production numbers because I think there's an emissions thing going on there. Right. But if you listen to this and you always wanted an F-150 with a V8 Raptor and you'd missed out on the old ones or you want a brand new one, uh, well, you can. While the rest of the world are trying to go hybrids and batteries, <laughs> at least the Americans are still there going, do you know what? I think people still want V8 yeah, trucks definitely. that do 10 miles to the gallon. <laughs> yeah. Market's obviously there. Indeed. Yeah, I'm good Done. with that one, Sam. Okay. Yep. Well, the ne I'm actually going to start changing up the order because the next one is going to lead you on a rant that will probably last <laughs> the rest of the podcast. I like the way you started No, in all seriousness, there's a bit of car news that I imagine you probably want to talk in this or the next podcast about. Okay. But You'll say it when I say this next something or something. Okay. And I would like to maybe wait until the end of the pod for the end of the podcast for it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, what shall we go with next? Okay, hot hatch or hot saloon? Oh, that's a really good question. Oh, well, of course, you sound surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, name a hot saloon today. Well, it doesn't have to be modern. No, no, but no, I just I wasn't thinking. So for we're talking this, like this a C sixty three AMG. That sort of yeah yeah, uh, which they do still do as a saloon to be fair. Yeah, Fiesta, uh, for, sorry, Mondeo ST, blah 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 blah. Yeah, which they stopped doing. Yeah, they did the one. But you, get, you get the idea. I get no, I get the idea. I just when you said it, I just suddenly thought, actually, hot saloons existed for a while. Uh, I say that's only in the states, isn't it? Um, is it? Can you? I think you can still buy that as a saloon, but M3? it's a diesel. Uh, the new M3. Yes, you can have that as a saloon. Outside of that, as outside of the Germans. Because it's like if I said you named saloons, you would name yeah. me the Germans. The Kia Stinger. They must Ooh. do a hot version of that. They do, the GTS. The Hyundai i30N saloon. I think they dropped it. Ah. I think Balls. they've <laughs> dropped it. I'm not 100% sure, but um, it might still be on their website. See, I, th I think I know which one you'll go with these. I had you down as Hot Saloon. Hot Saloon, What where, where I drift to when you go saloon is sort of M5. Yeah. Well, it's a hot saloon. The only thing is, is today, because you can generally get all of these hot saloons as hot estates, mm -hmm. um, whether you just want to have the estate version. Well, we could say hot got... hatch or hot saloon slash estate. Oh, that makes it a lot easier for me. Chassis, isn't it? So... I really like hot hatches, particularly things like RS3s yeah. and Civic Type R. Yeah. Um, and even... The... the question we skipped. 
<laughs> even like Fiesta ST, you know, even really small stuff, I think they're brilliant. But uh, I would rather have, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. I'd well, the Civic Type saloon. R would go under the hot saloon bracket there. <laughs> <laughs> so you've gone hot saloon for that one. Yep. Uh, let's go different. Going gaming now. Okay. Forza or Gran Turismo? Oh, this is uh, this is a bit more challenging than it would have been a few years ago. Only because I think Gran Turismo has really stepped up. I'm not sure that Forza's moved forward. Uh, there's a new one, the new Forza Horizon, because they went different and they started doing this Forza Horizon, didn't so they? So Horizon you can sort of is drive like, around. Yeah, and I think Horizon is more uh, arcade type. Yeah, I think so. Right, and then they brought in the realism. I don't know. Um, I suppose by the fact that I have an Xbox here. Yeah. It, my choice is, would be limited. Um, no, I mean, yeah, it's all hypothetical. So you'd have both. I've consoles. seen racing clips online of people racing on Gran Turismo, the newest one. Mm -hmm. And it does look incredible graphics. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm going to lean. Oh, he's sticking towards Forza. I think Forza, and people can message in and correct me if I'm wrong, I think Forza still has more customization. Oh, okay. So I like the if, old school Need for Speed games. Yes, but in the way of you know, if you're, if you buy, I don't know what on the game. Um, if you buy like a Civic Type R on the game, mm -hmm. for example, that you haven't got to just stick with a standard one and race other stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. And I'm one of them. I think goes to a little bit more effort in this customization of having brands and stuff like that. It was one thing that frustrated me a little bit with Formula One, that a few years ago, they allowed quite detailed upgrades. And you to understand yeah. it a bit more. It's almost like they were trying to educate the the people that were used playing the game so mm -hmm. that they understood more about the racing series. And they've gone completely opposite way. I don't like that you can't customize deliveries that much in Formula One. No, well, because I'd like to make like an old school, you know, like a a yellow Jordan one. Yes, but you'd need to be able to do your own styled badges and yeah, because all the decals are all basically just words. Yeah, some yeah. might have the odd little shape in it. So I know they got. Really shows what we want games for. Yes. Yeah, you want it to customize the car, tune the engine. I just want to make them look nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Together, we'd make a good car. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It would be um, the best looking car ever. I know F1 struggle with the idea of they've got all their sponsorships on the cars, and those sponsorship companies don't want you to be able to. For example, was it Labatt's? Labatt's? Were they an old? I can't remember. They were definitely a sponsor. Okay. But I'm just trying to think. I don't know whether they were a. Oh, Marlboro's just an easier mm -hmm. one to say. Um, they were an old school sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Well, F1 can't put them in the game for you to, for example, design an old Formula yeah. One car because new sponsors would say, You're... Yeah, but you should, you could, what I'm saying is you could have like just blocks, like different shapes, then you yeah, could yeah. just color the shapes. You wouldn't be able to put text in them. Yeah, I, oh, I see what you're saying. But you could put shapes in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you could yeah, have yeah. like a, a rectangle. Can you not put side. like just a. No. No, you have to put a. You have to have like the. Logo. You have to have the, the liveries that they give you. Yeah. Which obviously you can change the colours of. Yeah, yeah. And then you can only put the sponsors on that are on the game. I, I did hear, I can't remember, it was a couple of years ago, but I heard someone talking about this who was part of the, I think it was Codemasters. Yeah. Um, I think it still is Codemasters. Mm -hmm. And it was just a really interesting conversation when they, they had said in that that they had wanted to bring in more customization because it was the, there was a point where they brought in this ability for you to, it, it wasn't always there. It hasn't no. been there for 10 years. No, no. It's been there quite a recent thing and they said oh no we we were quite limited and immediately f1 and their sponsors sort of said if you're going to do this it needs to be really far detached okay that's why you've just got like you know uh i don't know what's your cat's name gandalf gandalf's gray soup as mm -hmm. a as a yeah, uh, yeah. as a and sponsor. then uh, then lord of the rings come at you yeah, or yeah well, made yeah. lord of the rings yeah um yeah anyway i i think i'd go so you're going um, Forza. I'd go Forza, but if I'm wrong, I would leave my mind open to Gran Turismo. Yeah. If I'm wrong about the I'd probably go Gran Turismo because it was I, I'm talking like Gran Turismo two. <laughs> We're going but like yeah, yeah. the nineties. What was the one that we played a lot? Um Project Gotham. No, no, was it was it Gran Turismo five? Yes. Was that about yeah, that was like the new, new one? It was on PS two, I think. Was it? Was that sort I of think. That was the later years of yeah. school for us? Yeah. That was when we had things like Project Gotham was the other thing, wasn't it? Yeah, because Project Gotham was much newer at the yeah. time. And they, that sort of only did one and, and two. And do you remember um, Midnight Club? Oh, I love Midnight, Midnight Club. Club. Dub edition. Dub edition was brilliant, <laughs> yeah. We could do a separate podcast on like old when games you're... from like the 90s and yeah. early 2000s. Anyway, um, okay. 
Simple one for you. This one seems so childish. Green car or yellow car? Oh. Because they're two random colours. Um, Not necessarily thin special either, just like a car that you own. Would you rather it be green or yellow? If it's, they're, they're two abhorrent colours. <laughs> if it's just any car, yeah. green. If it's... If yeah, I get to pick the car a little bit. Yeah, then obviously you go with for the, example, uh, like you know, a Lamborghini or something. No, you know the um, the Audi that you really like, the S3, the old shape one? Oh, the horrible yellow they do it in. Yes, yeah. there you go, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one for sale in yellow and I thought, how much would it annoy Sam if I said to him, I'm buying an S3? The, and the I said, only take car, me to it. Yeah, and the it, only car that I prayed broke yes, down. <laughs> did it, but I wouldn't tell you until we got there. Mm. So just as we turn the corner and you're like, oh, it's not that, is it? Really excited. Like, oh, I'm going to get to drive this on so excited that he's getting an S3 again. Yeah, great. Oh. Oh, good. And oh, it's got cream leather. I don't want to borrow it. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, you ra- would, do you prefer paying car insurance or car tax? Silence. <laughs> uh, I prefer paying... I prefer... Yeah, I prefer paying for car insurance because I yes. think that's... Because you get something from it. Yeah, well, car tax at the moment, as far as I understand, in the UK, it's still not going the roads no. paying for the massive black hole that have been left in our budget yeah. by we don't do politics on the show but you know it's just it's not although i have to say there has been a lot of road repairs done in the last year or so maybe two years i suppose with people using the road less maybe yeah, they've maybe. been able to catch up with repairs because they were probably so far behind um i don't know what it's like where you live sam because you're a bit more mm. countrysidey so i don't know it's not that bad it's not, it wasn't it's, it's been worse yeah. but there are places that are pretty terrible but yeah car insurance because i think if you were to ever need it car insurance is great yeah car tax is <laughs> car just, tax you don't really need it's just sort of <laughs> something that you're legally required to have and makes me just want to buy a classic <laughs> car that's exempt mm. and it and it's used as a weapon now of well if you buy an electric car you don't have to pay it yeah it's like hold on a minute you know uh, i know we're trying to incentivize people but not don't use the tax system. Yeah, like that's that's really unfair. Maybe we resent tax even more than yeah, they like already do. You're just saying, oh, if you can afford to buy a new electric car, you don't have to pay tax. Whereas if you can't afford to buy an electric car, <laughs> or it doesn't fit your needs for whatever yeah. reason, you have to. Yeah, I, I find that a bit unfair to to fiddle it that way. But you know, uh, what should we go with next, Miles? Give me a number between one and ten. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Land Rover Defender or G Wagon? Mercedes G wagon. Are we talking current? Yeah. Current, yeah. Because the old Defender doesn't really match up against G wagon in comparison stakes. No, but then do you know the funny? But part they look that? similar new. If yeah, you know what I mean, I think the funny part of that is that if it was old, I'll just give a very quick answer. Yeah, if it was old, I would. Uh, there's many things I like about the G wagon, but because they've been so, um, they've been rap videoed. Yes, <laughs> that you'd think I'm a bit conspicuous in this. Whereas an yes. old Defender. Yeah. I imagine you get let out of everywhere. Like, yeah. I can imagine you turning on to a road that is backed up for 15 miles. Someone sees you in an old Defender. Yeah, out you go. Well, I hope so, because that's what cats arriving at the wedding in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, new ones. The new Defender's The new Defender is brilliant. Very, do you know what? It's really grown on me. I hated it when we I did, first saw it. We did, both of us. looked like a Lego yeah. car. I thought, yeah. now, I was actually looking at hiring one for the wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, I say, but they're quite expensive. Are they? Yeah. I suppose demand for them is probably quite high. Um, oh, I didn't do extensive research, but the first one I looked at told me it was two grand. So I was like, well, we won't look at that anymore then. Do you know what's even better? So my answer, if it weren't for Land Rover's genius, which I'll, I'll come on to, mm-hmm. my answer would have been the G-Wagon. I thought be- so. Because uh, they put the, um, they do a, C- a G63. Yeah. But Land Rover now do the supercharged V8. Mm-hmm. And so, actually, I'll go back to the Defender with well, a supercharged V8, yeah. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Driving alone or having a passenger? Hmm. What sort of journey? Just general. Um, you have to do a mean average of driving. No, I probably quite like being in the car alone. Yeah, so do I. I, I would have picked that one. I think... It shows for what we're like as people, yeah. I suppose. I think if, uh, if I was going to... You know, like we used to, when we first started driving and you just go off into the distance yeah and i say the distance because the phones you had at the time were not equipped with navigation or maps no, well, we ended up in rugby once didn't we we ended up so, even further away once like i mean really really far yeah and yeah. we looked at a sign 
Yeah, and but but I think rugby was the was one of the ones you're thinking of because we ended up in that industrial estate just off the M1. Yeah, yeah, was, in rugby. But at yeah. least at least that point we were like, oh, I see a sign for the M1. Yeah, but there was another one, and both of us looked at the four places that were on the arrows, yeah, that, and well, I was like, none I of those, none of those are near yeah. where we live. <laughs> I, I don't recognise two of them, and the other two I I recognise, but I couldn't tell you whether they're north, south, east, or west <laughs> so where I'm supposed to pick be. Pick one and go. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's there's I think you can have more fun with a passenger from a if you're just going to go and enjoy it but if like if i think of taking my wife out and wanting to enjoy a, a drive down a country lane i constantly would be thinking oh she just starting to feel a bit sick if you yeah, if yeah. you're sort of going yeah i get that at the corners yeah. and stuff so yeah she sort of holds onto her seatbelt and going around the corner i'm like i'm only doing 50 <laughs> like around, around a gradual curve this, this is the bizarre thing my wife's exactly the she's like well you can feel it more in the passenger seat and it's like, well, I'm all right as a passenger. <laughs> I think it's right. just you're not holding on to the steering wheel. Yeah. And that can be... When you're young, you probably don't care as much. Like when you're sort of 16, because you, you've never been in control of the car. Yeah. So, But as you get older, and you're like, well, I'm so used to being in control. Yeah. Now yeah. I don't have my hands on the steering wheel. And I'm still... I'm only sat sort of three feet from where I would be if I was driving. It's Anyway, yeah. Uh, next one is the return of the quiz within a quiz. Pagani or... Uh, Koenigsegg. Oh, no. Oh. I think because you like Koenigsegg. So I, I do, but they're not gonna... wild, are they? Oh, okay. Pagani or. It's a pretty obvious answer. Um, Pagatti? No. A Pagani. Oh, Pagani's on the. Pagani, Pagani they're wild, wild, aren't they? What's another, car... What's another supercar maker that would be like wild that make wild cars? Yeah. And... That look crazy and menacing and. Yeah, hold on. Give me a second. Proper bedroom posters. Uh, uh, this is like the game we played the other week when we did the you, um, you the mind alphabet, playing. yeah. Um, Lamborghini, yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've already ticked this for you. I would go Pagani. I thought you would. Yeah. Uh, but is that, that what you have to say on that one? <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> but I think some Lamborghinis are absolutely fantastic, and uh, I, I if if it was like a Murcielago LP640, yeah. But then I just no, I got LP670. Yeah, but the 670, you have to have a, um, a, pa- a paddle shift gearbox. Whereas the 640, you could buy it I think it with you'd want it in a Lamborghini, though. No, I wouldn't. You hold all these illusions of grandeur, but I think you'd probably enjoy it more. No, because the thing is that I'd, what it would be is, how many cars can you have a V12 engine with a manual gearbox? It's, it's such a tiny number. Really, really old Formula One car. If, well, I wouldn't fit in one for a start, <laughs> but even if I did, the Terra, I would definitely <laughs> want a paddle shifter at that point, yeah. Um, uh, but Pagani's just look mad. Yeah, like if you saw one from a distance, even people that don't know anything about cars would be like, okay, whatever that is, is wild. Yeah. Whereas, I suppose the problem that Lamborghini you'd have to go old school Lamborghinis, not the newer ones, because they all look the same. This, I think, the problem Lamborghini is the same problem that Ferrari have had is they've sold quite a lot of in relative terms, Mm -hmm. quite a lot of their cars in the last ten, fifteen years. Yeah, and so people. Yes, it's still special seeing a Lamborghini or a Ferrari, but I can't think I've ever seen a Pagani on the road. No. I've seen them at car shows and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But if I ever can, I just think of one blasting past me. A bit like McLaren, like you'd used to get really excited if you saw a McLaren because they'd only made one car. Yes, and now, now they make about twelve. I, when <laughs> and I everyone's got an orange sometime. one. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you just see one going past. Oh, look, there's a McLaren. Yeah, uh, driving at night or mm-hmm. <laughs> is it driving during the day? Oh, it is well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. I've ticked this one for you as well. Well, I would prefer to drive at night yep. because the roads are much quieter. And as long as you've got good headlights, I think yes. you can... Um, uh, the, the, only, the only disadvantage, I think, driving at night is that there's probably a little bit more wildlife around True. that can sort of just shoot out in front of the car and yep. leave you with not a lot of time to react. And because you don't know what it is... If you do react, yeah, you well, there's just darkness around you. Yeah. So you, don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that links on quite nicely. There's another one that I wasn't going to do yet, but then country roads or track driving. Oh, that's a good. It is because track driving's a bit different because you've got to sort of wear a helmet and you've got yeah. to have a proper harness, and you probably have to pay to be there. The other thing, which but you can go faster. You can, and you haven't got to worry about are you? you being responsible? <laughs> yeah. Um. The only. I suppose it depends. I'm quite. I would say if I'm in a car and I'm on a public road, I'll enjoy myself, but I I know where there's a limit of control. Yes. As in, like, 
controlling yourself to say, do you know what? I'm I'm gonna I've got a good straight ahead of me. I've had to throttle down for three seconds, and now I'm going at a speed. That's okay. That's it. I don't need to. Yeah, that, Whereas, I'd pick country roads. Yeah, I just because but, having done the track day recently, I just feel like where they're telling you to push, and you know you're only doing fifty percent of what you could do. Yeah. If you're doing seventy five percent of what you could do, you feel like you might die at any point. <laughs> well, because what if the tire grip just let go? I I, I tell you the big uh, actually deciding factor would be it depends on the country road and the track. Because yeah. for example, the track and we'll put the inverted commas of what you did and what I've done yeah. with some of these experienced places is not that's not track standards to me. No, <laughs> like when I when there's really really interchangeable surfaces. Yes. <laughs> When, when I've driven at Silverstone, you know, suddenly, I'm on Silverstone track. Because it's like marble smooth. Yeah, yeah. Just the, <laughs> I was driving over concrete slabs and everything. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it depends on the track to the country. And as I say, it could be a crap country lane where you're just, it's a skinny, narrow, you know, there's bushes and trees everywhere. And you can't really push on because you don't know what's coming around the corner. Yeah. So, a little bit of this and that and the other. But if you would say, for example... I don't know, North Wales countryside yeah, versus some, I'd say, track that's half cement. <laughs> and it's like that, North <laughs> Wales every time. Yeah. If you're saying Silverstone versus... Um, the road to my house. <laughs> yes, which has got that loose gravel yeah. surface and, you know, yeah. Anyway. Okay, I don't know if you'll get this one because I may even have the numbers wrong, but Ferrari 458 or... Um, 458 would put you up against the, Gall the Gallardo. No, it's not a Lamborghini. Oh, Porsche 911? No. Ferrari 458, what would be the obvious competitors? Hurricane? Oh, so you said it's not a Lamborghini. Yeah. Um, no, go on, you have to tell me. McLaren so. something. Oh. I wrote, seven, something, I wrote 720, something. but I don't know if that's right. No, not against the... Four, I mean, 710 would be a lot faster. Yeah, okay, well, um, yeah, why not? But they do like the 650 and the five. The 570 would probably be Oh, that's probably equivalent. what I meant. Yeah. Okay. You've just picked... You just picked the fastest version of the car they made. Yeah. Um, Ferrari. Yeah, I thought you might say that. And that's it for that's all his opinions on that one, ladies and gentlemen. So I need to find yeah. the next question. <laughs> well, it's, I, I no, think... You don't have to. You don't have to elaborate. It's no, no I, I, I think McLaren make great cars. I think Ferrari make great cars. But if, if it was like, you can buy one, uh, McLaren, to me, haven't done... I just... There's something about you see McLaren, and I know some people really like the technical way they're set up. Yeah, but they don't like, inspire the no, fizz. As like, <laughs> I don't look at cars and think, oh, I, I like the fact it looks like a surgeon has created that with a fine knife. Yeah. We look at the car we've got as the model in the studio, which is the Bugatti Veyron. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's, it's a been... Yeah, it's a technical exercise that's fantastic. Yeah. But it doesn't make me think, oh, that's really emotive. I'm mm -hmm. sure the people who created it were incredibly emotive about it. But... Unlike the 747 that's on top of it. Yeah, which has got yeah. its own, you know, it's become its own yeah. aura of a plane. Um, well, see, if you ask a kid to draw a plane, that's what they're going to draw. That's what they're going to so, draw, yeah. Well, they would have. I don't know if they would anymore. This one's a bit more of a negative one. Oh. Well, not necessarily negative, but Sam like, a challenging and negativity. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, got to, bring, got to bring the mood down. Yeah. Driving in the rain or... Yeah. Or... Snow? Yes. Hmm. Um, see one's more fun but brings about much more damage where uh, one's just annoying I, I but hate you're to, not going to break your car yeah. I hate to always try and get more out of the question from you but it if I was in Sweden for example where I've okay. driven in the snow in England in England okay you're either driving in the torrential rain yeah or you're driving in snow where the roads are snow not slush snow and what car have I got? A basic car that you'd have in this country. So like the Leon, for example. Yeah. Okay. Leon would be fine in the snow. I'm just it would, but you also, you have to be a lot more careful. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, if you're pulling up to, if you're seeing a roundabout, you're going to be doing 10 on the way to the roundabout. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that if you tap the brakes, you may well just start a slide that you're not going to come out of. Yeah. In the rain, it's much worse to drive in and you'll be sitting there crying because the car's going to get dirty. But you know that you can slow down and stop. And you're, when you're going round around, you're aqua plane though. Yeah, but it's less so. likely to happen than if you're going round around about really slowly. Your car might just do that horrible skidding noise that, that you get. That drifting thing, yeah. That like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then followed by the inevitable. Do you remember this bang. happened to us? You were following <laughs> yes. me, and yeah. I just completely. Uh, we decided were going that around. you didn't want to go 
forwards anymore. It was so weird. <laughs> we were driving to Sam's house and we were there was a large roundabout, probably a mile short of where you live. Yeah. And it was all it is is a dual carriageway going onto an all, another dual carriageway, but a big yeah. roundabout in between, so you can go into shopping centre or whatever else. And Tesco roundabout. That's it. <laughs> and you can go towards the town centre and whatever. But the actual roundabout, I was going to say that there's sort of a hill that leads up to it, but the actual yeah. roundabout is fairly flat. Mm-hmm. And I, I went onto it first, and went a bit left as you do so i wasn't sort of banging the <laughs> then went a it. bit more left then i went and, <laughs> and then went very right and then continued <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, going yeah, yeah. right and just span out pirouetted in front of your car yeah. saw you just 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 like, deer, terrified deer in the headlights <laughs> just because you were just sliding towards me i was yeah. sliding across the road and i was like oh i've never been backwards across this roundabout fortunately you got away with it but um i don't i mean i've had because i when i had to drive Oh, it's about 100 miles I had to drive it in the BMW I had in the snow down the M1. Yeah, you said you didn't enjoy that, though. It was very Because everybody else was being idiots. Uh, I mean, I remember... But that's what comes with it. You haven't got the road yeah. to yourself. So, But then the people are also idiots in the rain because they drive at four mile an hour yeah, with if, their fog lights on. What I find weird is when it's torrential rain, almost everyone's driving very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. Then it snows and the overconfidence <laughs> is unbelievable. Which is why everyone's facing the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, genuinely, when on that drive I just told you about, driving a BMW, the people behind me, and I'm sure they were in all types of cars that also may have been rear-wheel drive, but I'd made the decision of, I'm the head of this pack. I didn't elect to be here. <laughs> I was on the M1 first, apparently, according to this, and people didn't dare overtake me. Yeah. And I thought, 55, that's enough speed that I'm making progress, but if I spin out, I'm slow enough that I'll lose enough speed that, you know, when I, if I hit the central reservation or I go down into a ditch, I'm not too fast. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to sort of be a, a slower mm-hmm. speed, especially because you're, if you're spinning, you may gain speed. And people were not appreciating that at all. One guy decided, well, I don't need to sit behind him, came out of the queue, accelerated, <laughs> got to within four cars of me and then just drifted into the central reservation <laughs> and just crashed with this. And it was at that point that everyone behind me suddenly went, do you know what? Actually, I think this guy's got the right idea. <laughs> but as I, as that was happening about another couple of miles down the road in the other carriageway coming towards me, I was so confused. I could see white lights, red lights, white lights, <laughs> police. Cause it's such a distance. Yeah. It was a Skoda. Just spinning. Just spinning. And he must have spun at least 10 times because once he'd lost traction, he I drove past him. My neck sort of craned a little bit. I don't want to take my eyes yeah. too far off the road, but my neck's craned. I can just see him still going. He's down to about 20 miles an hour. And he's not even that damaged because he's yeah. just sort of bumping off the central reservation <laughs> and then off to the hard shoulder. And then I thought, you know, so I suppose there's a greater challenge in driving in the snow, which I really quite enjoy because i think it's where you're yeah i think it's where it tests you driving in torrential rain is also very testing but i think it's more just tiring yeah it's just annoying yeah it's sort of like the car's probably able to handle it as you say you are at risk of aquaplaning but if you're sensible with your speed and yeah it's more annoying because if it rains really heavily you actually just can't see out the window that's (laughs) another and but again that's what breeds the overconfidence with snowing yeah is that you can can generally see see quite especially if i can see what i'm gonna hit so it's fine (laughs) you know I remember one guy that I used to, he worked in the dealer group that I worked in, mm-hmm. came in telling us all, I'd driven a Mazda MX-5 to work that day because like an idiot, I had loaned it. The night, well, not loaned it, I just decided the night before, oh, I'll take the Mazda MX-5 home. Yeah. Not knowing, because I was quite young, that what the <laughs> weather forecast for the next morning was. <laughs> it snowed all night. Ah, good. I span three or four times on the way to work <laughs> because it's a rear-wheel drive small sports car. Yeah. And it was all fresh snow because I was setting off at half seven in the morning, seven o'clock. Other people were more sensible thinking, I might just let that melt a little bit. Yeah. This guy turned up and he was like, oh, well, I never slow down for snow. I've got a, and he had a Seat Alhambra, so it's a people carrier. Mm-hmm. And he was saying this thing, he, the way he was describing it. It was, was a, a snowmobile. No, it was a tank. <laughs> he said, I just do 80 in the outside lane. I was like, you're a moron. Yeah. I was like, that. and also he's lying. So. Oh yeah, he was lying. <laughs> Apart from six weeks or whatever the next snow happened so there's a gap of like a month yeah and he was recovered on his way back into our dealership because <laughs> he was doing another you know he was like the group account or something yeah and he arrived to the dealership and the one place the one thing you don't want to arrive to the dealership on is a transporter yeah his vehicle on the back of it 
which was totaled on both ends. Good. <laughs> it's just completely... And him in the middle of it. We were like, what happened? Oh, that, yeah. And of Idiots. course, blaming the car. Yeah. It was all the car's fault. And I was like, you were here a month ago bragging about you doing 80. <laughs> kind of looks like this is probably your... Yeah. You know, there's just certain circumstances. I've got family, that say, many times mm-hmm. that live in Sweden. When it snows heavily there, A, they have the right tyres for it. Yeah. And B, they're so experienced with it, they'll know where to speed up to avoid accidents because actually you don't want to be crawling all of you on the inside no, because if you not, can't yeah. see in a snowstorm then you, you might just hit a truck by yeah. the time you see its brake lights you can't avoid it mm-hmm. so there are times when actually speed is safer yeah but you have to be very experienced of it and their roads are a little bit more uh, well Geared there's less tra- it, yeah. yeah and there's less traffic you've got nine million people living in a country that's i suppose the square footage of the uk just stretched out mm-hmm. maybe maybe even more because they go up into the arctic circle so it's just less people yeah although a lot more moose <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> we don't have as many here no so no. less chance of hitting a moose okay bugatti or um ultimate speed type sort of thing not that electric car really no. rimac no um You've said them already. Lamborghini? No. Ferrari? Pagano? No. Oh, uh, Koenigsegg? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, I've got to go Koenigsegg. Yeah. I've got to go Koenigsegg. Obviously. Um, because Bugatti make about six billion versions of one car nowadays. So. Well, I think Koenigsegg might be a bit guilty of doing that as well. Uh, mm, I don't know. They've got a lot more different models that, they have. Look, that look different. They have. They just make like three of each. Yeah. Like but they, look, but they look different. In... Whereas Bugatti have got a shape. And they yeah. just change the headlights. <laughs> and then go, this is a new one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that was that one. Yeah. Uh, F1 or... Rally? WRC? No. Uh, IndyCar? No. Uh, Formula E? No, I went with something that you might have seen. <laughs> um, endurance racing? Sort of, yeah. You're on the right track. Are you thinking just about Le Mans? Yes. So Le Mans a single version of the endurance? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So would I rather watch Le Mans or would I rather watch a F1 race, basically? Yeah. Uh, I would... Modern ass- F1, though. Yeah, so at some point... With I- all the annoyances of people not getting penalties and yeah. the injustices. I think if you and I were to go to a race, so I'd like it at some point to go to Le Mans because it's 24 hours of... And it's not that far for us to go from the UK. Mm-hmm. We drive over there, you could enjoy yourself for 24 hours of just, you know, there's racing going on. But because it's a 24-hour endurance race, they're kind of set up to be other things yeah. that you can get involved in. And, yeah. and Whereas um, turning up... To, depends on the, the Grand Prix race. I suppose the thing is... All right, Silverstone or Le Mans? Yeah, see, the problem is Silverstone's not far up the road, so it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't have that... So like, okay, Austria or Le Mans? Ooh. Um, Spa or Le Mans? There we go, that's a fair comparison. Oh, that's a very good one, yeah, that is. Because um, Austria's a bit of a boring race. Uh, oh. Spa with tickets at Eau Rouge, right? Or Le Mans on the straight. Is it going to rain at Spa? And is it? Well, I don't know. You can't predict the weather, Miles. Well, I just don't want to have the the race cancelled after. No, it won't eight be cancelled. Nothing's going to get cancelled. Right. Spa. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But I, but I, it's not an easy choice. No, because I think I, I really would like to go to Le Mans. But let's chuck another car one in there because we've got one, two, three. Four more car ones, and then a couple of other like random ones that aren't. Sam said car this was going to be a short quiz, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it could have been, but you have elaborated on me. every single thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did I say? A car one for this one. Um, yep. Polo GTI or. Not sure if they actually still make it. Hyundai but... i20N? Mm. I was going to write that, but the i30 is another question, so I thought that's too many Hyundai's for one quiz. Anyone who just heard a very weird noise, it was Sam. No, out let him his... guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man's got to keep hydrated. Miles. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, Ford Fiesta ST. Well done. Oh, so I'm going to pick the Polo, and it's not an easy decision. The only reason the Polo gets it, and it is the only reason, because I'd rather have the Fiesta is that the Fiesta's seat is too high. Like, as in, okay. in its lowest yeah. position, it's still too high. Okay. Well. Um... I, just, I don't like the fact you're forced to have a DSG gearbox. No, that's fair. Like, as in, I know they wouldn't sell many manuals, 
but they make a manual for the engine they put in the car. Yeah. So it's it's no bones really for them to put to give that as an option. Yeah. They just are deciding no, not to. Yeah. Track day, or do you want to guess this one? I don't know if you will guess this one. Drag racing? No. So track day or proper race simulator day. Mm, good one. Um, so like the track day obviously is going to be more like the sort of track days we've done, but on a track, not a runway. Like a so proper, it's, not... it's a track day where you go and get in a car that's sort of used for track days. Yeah. But it's on an actual track. So you'd be like at Silverstone or something or yeah. a proper racing simulator day that like the f1 the sort of one that one f1 drivers would use or yeah. indycar drivers or le mans drivers or what i'm sure they have them for all of them uh i'm gonna pick the real car okay only because as much i did a well i think we've both done flight simulators yeah and the realism is incredible like, yeah y- you really can be fooled especially if you're in a something i was i forgot that i didn't yeah. have 150 people behind yes me. <laughs> uh and especially the flight ones when you're in I think we've both been in the ones that are on the hydraulic rams. So yeah. you're tilting and moving and you really... Oh, no, I haven't. Did you not? No. Well, okay. But even so, just seeing out the windscreen, it would yeah. it would fool your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing for me is in the cars, I just... When you've got the the wind rushing past you and everything, I think my brain can process it. I yeah, did a no, sim. I uh, can't remember where it was. Somewhere. And it was just... It tilted too much. Right, and I started to feel car sick, and I've, oh, I've, okay. I've, I can't think of time in my life I've ever felt felt car sick. But no. I'm halfway through, and I thought I feel sick because we are tilting too far, braking. Yeah, we're tilting too far back for accelerating. It's like flying yeah, around no, a track. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I okay. The real car, Ford or Ferrari? <laughs> for <Le Mans. laughs> Hopeful. Uh, Vauxhall? No. Oh, because I thought that was too easy. Yeah, that, that would be too easy. So I've gone with the size of Ford and then the size of the other company. Volkswagen? Yeah. Might mm. make it a slightly easier pick, but I thought if you had to be like confined to that, yeah, yeah, that no, that's, make, that's good. Then you know you got like the older stuff from Ford. So because I think a lot of people would just pick Volkswagen because they think Volkswagen is reliable. That's yeah. the thing everyone thinks. But then you and I have both worked on every Volkswagen I've ever owned to incredibly over-engineered, not even over-engineered, just incredibly complex things. That, that don't are, need to be. <laughs> yeah, that are designed in a way to almost stop you yeah. work on them. And I've not found them. And this is just an honest... Not uh, found that when we've worked on any Fords, have we? Uh, no, I mean, the only Ford that really... I've I found Fords, the ones I've had, this is all anecdotal, mm-hmm. so you know I can't say with any great measure, but all the ones I've had have been a bit shaky. I remember having one that was three months old, and just the light fitting <laughs> in, the, in the roof just fell out. Yeah, um, which is pretty poor. I remember changing gear quite sharply in my. Uh, you were there, Sam. Yep, and it, the gear linkage just, yep. just popping out. Pop <laughs> that wasn't great. So the Volkswagens. Oh, but then I think if Volkswagen Group, I mean. No, Audi, just Volkswagen. Just Volkswagen. Yeah. So I can't no, bring you're up not Audi. buying a Bentley. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about <laughs> or a Porsche. <laughs> thinking about the Audis that have let me down. Oh, right, okay. Just uh, with all manner of issues that yeah. I thought, God, I thought they'd be built a bit better than this. And so I've already ticked it for you here. Have you? Yeah. Do you know that the trouble I have with Ford is a consistent problem that they, for whatever reason, uh, the seats don't seem to. They you always feel a bit perched, a bit higher. But um, I used to really like the Vol- well a lot of Volkswagens, and I've kind of, particularly their newer stuff, I've kind of gone off it. I think they've gone a bit too tech. And I could have a Mustang <laughs> with a Ford, which makes a, a huge part of this decision up. Yeah. And there's an F one fifty, whereas Volkswagen is just is the Amarok, which is a good car, but at uh, Ford. Yep, thought so. But it's um, close. Just not. I think Volkswagen ten years ago it probably picked Volkswagen. But. Yeah, done that, done that, done that, done that, done that. Okay, uh, so we need a car for this one: Hyundai i30n or mm. not is Civic Type R? No, I was going to say because that's, that's not a, a comparison. Gimme question because although they no no that's a much more difficult question. Uh, okay, uh, then a... it's not necessarily a good comparison because to be fair, you'd have to go older with the one you're comparing for. But you can have all three generations, and there's your clue. Ford Focus ST. Oh, so close, but yet oh, RS. so far away. Yeah. 
than an i30N. Yeah. But I was thinking because you've got all three generations of the RS, which I know you like. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got the more modern i30N, which is a very nice car, very well made, very quick, sort of future proofed, if you like, or the old rattly Fords, because they will be old and rattly. What about Especially newer... if you go with the original one. <laughs> yeah. But the newer RS would be like a 2018. Yeah. But it would still be more rattly. I mean, well, they came out of the factory with a head gasket issue. Yeah. And the engine in them, see, <laughs> is... And it doesn't look as good anymore. It just looks like an old ST, effectively, doesn't it? Really. The the newer RSs, yeah. they didn't make a, enough changes to it, I didn't think. Not like the original and then the newer original, if you yeah. like. Do you know what was funny? The original, it's like they went, okay, we're Ford and we want to do a rally car, but we want to do a Volkswagen subtlety about it. Yeah. Because it was like, that's definitely different to an ST170 or yeah. all your little sporty ones. But it was during a time when people were buying £500 cars <laughs> and fitting them with modifications of £20,000. Yeah. You know, like, oh, well, immediately, every 17-year-old on their knackered Peugeot yeah. has got neon lights, yes. a body kit that's larger than the, than the actual car mm-hmm. attached to it. Massive spoiler. Spoiler that... Decals all over the shop. Yeah, I mean, the spoiler's just taken straight out of F1. Yeah. P- yeah, decals, yeah, all this different... Furry yeah, seats. Sponsored from <laughs> all these companies yep. that they've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a bit restrained by Ford at the time because it yeah. was in an era where you could see a Peugeot 106 driving down the road yeah. with a dustbin as an exhaust screaming at itself and then you'd see a Focus RS and you think, oh, that's quite a quite a mature car, actually. Yeah, yeah and then nice. it just went past everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't ticked this one. No, I'm gonna, I, I, I th- the Mark II Focus RS yeah. is too much of a pull. Yeah, I thought so. so. Um, okay, this one might be a bit more of a difficult one for you. American car culture, or let's see, I'll give you the chance to get this one because there's an obvious comparison. Aussie? No. British? No. Japanese? Yes. Because it's strikingly different. And they made a film about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, different, of but your... with, with some yeah. similarities. Um... You know, just imagine, say, for example, you went to a American college. No, you got just playing. You got you got no. You got involved in no sort of the car culture in America. Yeah, and then you had a crash. Yeah, your mum just could not handle it anymore. Yeah, so she sent you to your dad, who lived in Japan. Yeah, and then you got involved in the car culture there. So, which would you prefer? It's sounding a bit familiar. This story, I don't know why. Uh, Well, it sounds like a good story to me. I reckon we should make it into a film. Yeah, Uh, I. What would you pick for the feature car of this film? (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to go with Japan. Um, I like the vehicles that you get in the US and I think there is a good car scene going on however unfortunately I think much like the UK and you and Aussie car scene you get some people that really love cars turn up then you get another group of people that love making noise and showing off to a point of well, we all like showing off to a point but there's a restrained showing yeah. off and then there is I know nothing about cars so I've just spent my money on this thing and I'm now <laughs> going to do really irresponsible things in front of everyone and get the whole thing shut down. Yes, definitely. Whereas I think in Japan... It's a bit different. Yeah, I just think that the... I mean, I could be um, rose-tinted glasses, but I think the respect culture and all that sort of stuff yeah. probably means that if you're part of that sort of group and you go off and you do those meets, people sort of show off in a in a sort of restrained way that I really respect. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Right, last question. We made it to number 20. So, the Honda Saloon Type R <laughs> or... So, the Civic Type R hatchback, yes. Yes, or uh, what's the obvious one that makes it difficult for you? I30N? No, not a hatchback. Well, I suppose it's probably, it might be classed as a hatchback, actually. Oh. It's another Asian car maker. Okay. Car that you very much admire. I picked it because I know they're two cars that you desperately admire to the extent that you're willing to forego any issues they may have or massive design flaws. Well, there's no issues with Japanese cars. Mate. <laughs> all of them are perfect. <laughs> and Koreans as well. Um, I'm just trying to rattle the, all the manufacturers in my head. All right. So get, get some manufacturers and I'll tell you when you're there. Mitsubishi? No. Subaru? No. Toyota? Yes. Corolla GR? No. A GR Corolla? Bigger. Bigger than that. Supra? Similar sort of size. More modern. G- GR86? Yes. Oh, right, okay. I didn't think you were going to do GR86 yes. versus that. 
That's no, because they're two cars that you really like. Yeah. And if you were given the option to buy two cars, they'd probably be in the top five. They, they would. Maybe even the top three. Yeah. Maybe the would. top two. They probably would be because I think they're the two cars that are left. Although I think the Civic Type R is going to So be... it's either the Toyota GR86 or the lookalike of a Kia Stinger. Sam's a massive fan of the Civic Type R. As the you new one looks tell. like a Kia Stinger with a spoiler on the The back. new one looks incredible. The new one looks in, horrific. In every single If regard. you haven't seen it, Google the 2020 whatever it is going to be. I don't know why you're telling Civic people to do this. R. They're, they're going to disagree with you. And they're no, they're not. No one's going to disagree with me. Right. Okay, everyone that disagrees with me, message me. Just to be clear. Sam, I'll give you my number. Call Sam, me. Sam <laughs> and I'll tell Facebook. you why you're wrong. So you don't need to convince me. So you don't need to send messages on Instagram. You can convince Sam on Facebook. <laughs> That's where he does messaging. I'll tell you what. When you release this podcast, message me on the day and I'll put it up with a picture yeah. of that and say, look how awful this car is. Listen to okay. the podcast where we talk about it. Okay. So he's wrong. But we'll um, we'll, we'll glide over that for a second. Yeah. Oh. So good question though, isn't it? It's, it's very good, and it's because I would genuinely have put my name down for a GR86, but they got sold out in the and UK. And that's convenient for you because you couldn't afford it. I, I could have when it came out. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, I'd have I would have. I wouldn't I'd, have done anything. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought it outright, but um, it wouldn't have been a problem. Um, yeah. Anyway, in your head, things aren't a problem because you'd be like, right, my budget for the car this time, forty-five, fifty quid. I'll look at yeah. 45, 50 quid cars and yeah. then an hour and a well, half well, later well. I'm buying a Chiron yes. <laughs> on payments because, you know, why not? 50 yeah, quid down and six grand a month Just forever. work harder in your life and you'll get there, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, but they're two cars that... See, the thing is, when we're comparing something like Lamborghini and Ferrari... It's, it's like, easy to compare. Yeah, because you're sort of like, well, even if I had the money, um, I don't know that I'd go out and buy a brand new Ferrari or Lamborghini because no. there's, there's older ones that I like more. Yeah. And on the other side of it, the practical, the practical side of actually having to go and sit in them and finding out, oh, I really like the look of it, but you know what? It's not comfortable to be You in. went for the word then and forgot the word, didn't you? Yeah. Practicality. Practicality. Thank yeah. you, mate. Sorry. Um, oh, it's, 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 not, it's not above me to pick up on anything no, no, you do no, wrong. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, the, the issue is that when you're talking about cars that are this within is like, reach, This is like heart overhead, isn't it? These are two cars yeah. that are heart, not head at all. I suppose that... The GRA6, I think you could have more fun on the majority of UK roads. Well, because it's built like a proper car. It's not like really long and unnecessary. <laughs> um, I'm There's only one I'm correct gonna, answer. I'm just going to ignore you, everyone. <laughs> um, but also, you could. There's not so much power that you're restraining yourself constantly. Yeah. The downside is. Oh, it's not the downside. The plus of the Type R is. Nothing. The VTEC. With the turbo, the practicality of having a four-door hatchback. Well, I suppose you could drive. You probably would drive faster because you'd be trying to get away from yourself <laughs> so you didn't have to look at the car anymore. You'd be in a fantastic-looking machine. It doesn't, mate. Come on. The old ones did. And I, do you know what? Compared to the new one, even the last one I would rather buy. So it's interesting for me. I I will agree with you that I, a lot of people hated the last one. They went yeah, and said, they were oh, right. it was too extreme and blah, blah, blah. No, it wasn't like, extreme. It was ridiculous. It, it should be. I want cars to like five-year-olds design them. I don't want it cars. It did look like a five-year-old yeah, design. Good. Like someone said to me, so to a five-year-old, your homework today is to draw a hatchback. And they yeah. came in and they got an F because I told you to draw a hatchback, not a four-door <laughs> saloon. I, I don't want to live in a world where... I don't want to live in a world where this car exists. <laughs> where we all... like It's happened in the UK and I think it's happening across a lot of... Um, well, a lot of nations that buy a lot of cars. Yeah. Is that people are just buying quite boring, bland-looking vehicles, and I, they want to do it for residual value. So mm -hmm. everyone buys a grey Golf. Yeah, that's true. And I do not want to live in a world where everyone's just driving around in a grey Golf because, well, that's where we're heading with grey electric cars, which is fine. That transports people, great. But to think, it, there's there's an element of passion that I think just gets lost. Whereas when you let someone go. Design a mad-looking car, will you? And it's just like, do you know what? That's attainable. Right. Like, if you have a Ferrari, it's, oh, wow, incredible. You know, it, you see it from a distance, you're like, wow, that's all flared and arches and brilliant. The old Civic Type R that everyone hated was big flares and arches, and it just... Yeah, and this one just looks plain. They've had to tone it down because the feedback that they It looks got, like a fish. 
Sam like is a really a boring fan. fish. As I've said, Sam's a huge fan of the new Super No, Tiger. just like a cod. I, I Nothing to, exciting. It's I not had like, to it's not a bream. <laughs> physically restrain him from going into a Honda dealer to try and put all his money down. To, to burn one. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, which one do you want to go for? Actually, do you know what? Quite funnily, this quiz, as I said at the beginning, has pretty much turned into the whole podcast. It has, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... The GR86 is a bit cheaper. The Sweet Type R would work in more circumstances. And... Uh, do you know what? I'm, yeah, do you know what you said to me earlier in this quiz? You said, oh, I'm going to leave that one. Because yeah. It's, and it, it's well, because really, I knew we'd have this uh, well, argument also, about it. Because, but, I mean, how can you say that's a good-looking car? Let's have a look. I'm not sure you're looking at the right car. Yeah, that's 2022 Civic Type R. Oh, you are looking. Um, that's a render. Oh, okay. Well, it's a very poor one. Um, yeah, these pictures here. If you... Sorry, oh. I'll go back to the ah. main page. That, that one there, that's not a render. Yeah, no, it looks just as bad. Yeah, the render wasn't too far off the actual thing. Because Honda, yeah. basically... It just looks like a Kia Stinger. Anyway. But a bit squarer. So, it's a brilliant looking car. I... I can't get away from rear-wheel drive, manual gearbox, natural aspirated engine of a GR86. However, I think overall fit, for me, would be better in a Civic Type R. So what are you going with? Well, I've never done anything sensibly when it comes to the cars. I just... True. So... Oh, can I pick something over a Civic Type R that's, that's actually you can buy? Especially knowing... And Honda have already said it. This is the last time they're going to do a purely uh, engine, eng- I should just say engine-powered, yeah. i.e. the next one will either be hybrid or electric. Mm-hmm. This is the last time they're going to do that, which means probably the last time you're going to have a manual gearbox. And the gearbox, <clears throat> the, the shift of feel of a Civic Type R is it's just brilliant. Um, I don't know. I, I throw a dart at a board, and just, whichever one it lands on. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't split them in my head. No, you've got to pick one. GR86. Okay, cool. So we can, we can end the game. No, no, no. Actually, no. Civic Type R. Oh, Civic Type R. I was just about to say, we can end the game on knowing that both the creators of this podcast have taste. Right. Unfortunately, well, you don't. just screwed that up, Sam thrown it in the bin, everyone. <laughs> and proved to everyone that you're effectively blind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Civic Type R. Oh, well, that's really unfortunate. But, you know, you win some, you lose some. And I'm off to find the new best friend. Yeah, well, good luck. <laughs> good luck finding someone, mate. I'll start down the eye hospital and work from there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, thanks, everyone, for listening to this one. So this will come out. This will be our last. What? Rough, do you know when this is going to come out? Saturday, this Saturday. This Saturday. Okay, cool. That's fine. Just I need to know. So they're going to be Saturdays from then on, yeah? No, no, Tuesdays from then Tuesdays on. This will be our last Saturday for a little while. Okay. Uh, well, this will fine. effectively be the last um, weekend of July. This yeah. comes out. Okay, cool. And then it'll be Tuesday the second of August. Tuesday the second of August. And, and then the next Tuesday one. from then on. And then Tuesday from then on until we then go back to do a week. Okay, cool. That's fine. I'll just speak to you off air about what I need to speak to you anyway. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And um if you haven't already checked it out, we've got our Miles Driven YouTube channel, which is growing. I should just say growing. To that. the moon. Yes. It's doing So far. Well, it's doing Next Stop Mars. Yeah. It's it's doing quite nicely. Um I, I say it's never. It was never going to click your fingers and become. No, of course. No, but that, a... that's sort of exponentially growing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, just nicely sort of steadily yeah. growing. Along. The Facebook run by me, which is why there's not a lot on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you want to message us, you've got Facebook, which is just the master on Facebook. That's Sam. Sam will reply to you on Facebook. If you message on Instagram, that'll be me that does the replies. Again, it's just the Mars driven. And if you want to read any content that we've put up. We have the Mars Driven website. Yeah. So I think I've said it quite a lot of times, but just, just in case there's a new listener. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And obviously, this is our podcast in case yeah. in case you've uh, somehow... Just get a TikTok just... channel. Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I couldn't figure out a way that I would want to do anything no, on TikTok. No, I couldn't figure out any way as over 30 that I could log into TikTok. Right, yeah. You'd just be immediately I assume they ask you your out. age and yeah. it says, sorry, this is not compatible. They just... The only thing that, that goes in their favour is they've dropped... 
You don't have like it used to have to be a thirty second video, which is just pointless if you're doing anything about cars. Yeah, it can be a bit longer now. Yeah, it can be like eight minutes or oh, so. Oh, okay. Like they, they, still, we've got a YouTube channel, so yeah, that's the thing. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd never want to do any content where the two of us are saying, okay, we've got eight minutes max. Yeah. So let's just <laughs> skip on all the facts. Yeah. To get the funny bits in, so that they can be cropped down to five seconds, and we can try and get people to. It's like, what, yeah. what are we doing? Like. I, I think people have a better attention span than that. Well, before we alienate any of our younger listeners, let's sign off, shall we? <laughs> yes, definitely so. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we shall uh, we'll catch you in the next podcast. See ya.